Bye. EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $50 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman service in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $45 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-963-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020 or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Nothing on it. I don't even understand how you could sit here and cut a pizza with no sauce or cheese on it. Knock it off. You're not going to take it back. They're going to come pick up the pizza because they brought it. I'm not stupid. I'm looking at it right in front of me. I know what breadsticks look like, and this is not breadsticks. Soggy dough at that. Stop. What? Stop. 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 <laughs> Women. <laughs> <laughs> from exo auto works streaming all over the world we're coming for you globalist it's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity. with eric madrid and trevor lane it's man aha hello everybody it worked that time. Um, I started the stream a little earlier, and um, it wasn't going out on Rumble, so I uh, stopped it and restarted it. <clears throat> and now it looks like we're up. Cool. Welcome to Man Tools, a uh, Trevor Solo edition. Um, if you uh, follow Eric on Facebook, you would have seen that on Tuesday, his, uh, as he put it, his car blew up. <laughs> and uh, so it is in the parking lot. And I presume, I, I actually haven't talked to him, I presume that the reason he's not here is because of that. But um, if that's not it, I feel bad saying that it is. <laughs> um, I'm making assumptions, I guess. Uh, but uh, regardless or irregardless, if you're a Jersey gangster or something, uh, <clears throat> we got a great show, or I got a great show, I guess. And um, we'll uh, we'll have some fun and hang out for a little bit. Thanks for coming. Um, <clears throat> today's been kind of wild. I'm not even going to the week, just today. Um, it's raining cats and dogs here in Colorado Springs. And uh, <clears throat> speaking of dogs, my dogs. <laughs> right now, I have two dogs. And my mother-in-law is visiting with her two dogs, which makes for uh, those of you that can count a total of four dogs. So that is uh, 16 paws that get muddy every time there's a trip to go potty. We finally wised up, like, middle of the day today and started letting them out uh, one at a time and keeping the other three, doing our best to anyways, keeping the other three back because what they do is if all four of them are out there, they don't just go to the bathroom. They want to run around and, you know, play grab ass, which is 
kind of where the mud comes from. So, uh, yeah. Dogs. <laughs> Needless to say, my, my, uh, my house is kind of a muddy mess now. And it's like not, not really uh, worth trying to clean up until it's done raining, which I'm not sure when that's going to be. I think it's going to keep raining all through the night tonight. And um, I'm not sure how much of the day tomorrow, but I think it's in the forecast for tomorrow too. So it's your, uh, it's your local weather report <laughs> from Man Tools Media. <laughs> well, um, like I said, we still have a good show for you. And uh, we'll get into it right now with uh, some news. Man Tools News brought to you as usual by Valley Food Storage because as you see when you go through the news, it's good to be prepared. And uh, one great way to be prepared is to have some emergency food on hand from Valley Food Storage. This stuff lasts for 25 years. They have uh, a bucket full of meat, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. Uh, you can get a like three-month kit, all, all, all kinds of stuff. So um, head over there by going to prepare.mantoolsmedia or using that little QR code over there. Um, <clears throat> and get you some emergency food so that you too can be prepared for whatever may come. Well, uh, I found this quite interesting. Uh, apparently there's a study that came out that shows that uh, there is a double standard when it comes to sexual promiscuity. But it is now, the pendulum has kind of swung and is now against males, not females, like it traditionally has been. Uh, this comes from some journal. <laughs> um, apparently, when seeking casual encounters, women judge promiscuous men more harshly than men judge promiscuous women, according to new research from Norway. The findings published in Evolutionary Psychology Provide evidence for a reversed double standard favoring women in short-term mating contexts. Uh, but the study failed to find a similar double standard against women or men in long-term. Oh, interesting. So if you're looking to just hook up, apparently, um, apparently men are more agreeable to women, uh, it seems, with a higher body count, I think is what they're getting at. Um, than women are against men. And then I guess with the long term, that kind of goes out the window. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the authors behind the new study were interested in examining whether beliefs in a societal double standard were associated with personal acceptance of such standards. They also sought to explore differences in mating judgments between men and women depending on whether they were in short-term or long-term mating context. I'm not sure what, sh what do they mean by short-term mating? I mean, I guess that's just, you know, 
um, meaningless hookups, I guess. Uh, mating is an unusual choice of words because that, at least to me, implies something long term, like having children, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but I guess not. Um, interesting. Fascinating, as uh, Spock on Star Trek would say. Uh, uh, anyways, the uh, the researchers generated a list of 12 sexual behaviors based on previous psychology research and student-generated ideas. Participants were then asked to imagine a male and female friend of theirs meeting a potential partner who exhibited different levels of these behaviors. The participants were asked to evaluate how each of these behaviors would affect their uh, appraisals of the potential partner. This evaluation was done separately for male and females. And after evaluating the targets, the participants were asked to report on their own likelihood of having sex or entering into a relationship with someone who exhibited these behaviors. The final sample size included 923 Norwegian students, consisting of 587 women and 336 men. It's unusual that it's not 50-50. I wonder if that affects the accuracy of what they came up with. With being that there's so few men compared to the number of women. I mean, there's almost double the number of women. Well, not quite double, but one and a half, maybe. Um, between the ages of 19 and 30, who were mostly single. And then those, uh, those behaviors were analyzed using principal component analysis, which suggested three factors, promiscuity, self-stimulation, masturbation and pornography, um, and cheating or controlling. The researchers found that the female targets generally evaluated uh, more more, were evaluated more favorably than male targets. Additionally, the appraisals of different target behaviors were markedly different, with cheating and controlling behavior being evaluated very negatively, yeah, I'm sure, while uh, being promiscuous and masturbating uh, received more neutral. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, regarding the double standards, the researchers found that a woman's promiscuous behavior was appraised less negatively than similar, similar behavior by a man. And again, I'm assuming what they mean there is body count uh, when they say it's similar. In other words, people generally judge women with an active sexual history yep, as more attractive partners compared to men with an active sexual history. Hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting swinging of the pendulum. Um, speaking of swinging... <laughs> Uh, we've got our only, I'm pretty, yeah, our only, uh, our only trans thing today. Excuse me, it's ma'am. <sighs> a trans woman, meaning a man, uh, has been cleared of flashing her penis. I love this, these phrases now. Her penis at three women. <laughs> in an Ohio YMCA after a judge ruled that she's too fat for her genitals to have been visible. Yep. 
can't be flashing if you can't see. <laughs> so uh, there is no assertion that this person didn't didn't attempt the flash. <laughs> uh, a judge ruled that a transgender woman could not have indecently exposed her penis at a YMCA female changing room after agreeing with her claim that she is too fat for it to be visible. <laughs> Holy fuck. Uh, Darren Glines, who now goes by Rachel, because of course, uh, was found not guilty of three counts of indecent exposure at the facility in Xenia, Ohio. Judge David McDamee cleared Glines after agreeing that the size of her belly meant it would be impossible for anyone to see her penis. <laughs> the fuck dude <laughs> Glines 31 has had several complaints made against her dating back to 2021 with at least three people complaining that they saw a naked male in the female locker room one of the complaints stated that there were three juveniles present during the incident with a woman going to the front desk to report the issue but she was reassured by a worker that it was actually a woman and that she should not be disturbed oh yes you you get to tell me what should disturb me is that how that works now? You shouldn't be disturbed. That's a woman. <sighs> Let's see if they have a picture of this disaster. Oh, not one that came out when I saved the file. That's awesome. Nope. Cool. Oh, I was hoping there'd be a picture. Maybe uh maybe I'll just Google. Google real quick. Here we go. I mean, yep, that's a big dude. That's a big feller. Um, I'm not sure that that's big enough to not see. Like, I can see a bulge right now. <laughs> So, uh, I'm calling bullshit, but what do I know? And again, I'll just reiterate, this is my rule. Um, if I find out that there's been a penis of any sort around my children, my daughters, uh, cause I have daughters. So when I say my children, that's, that's what I mean around my daughters. Um, the owner of that penis is going to have a very bad day. So <clears throat> that's all I got to say about that. Uh, yeah, we're living in clown world people. Uh, onto something a little more fun, I guess, unless you work at Wendy's <laughs> the drive through. <laughs> Uh, Wendy's has announced that it will start using AI chatbots for the drive-thru. Wendy's has partnered with Google to begin the deployment of AI chatbots for processing food orders from drive-thru customers. Um, well, we st well, I guess that McDonald's had kiosks in it that we talked about a couple weeks ago um, where you punched in your beep bop boop bop. Uh, so I guess this is, uh, you'll, you'll walk up and 
say what you want. Um, and according to this article, the chatbots will be programmed to understand the entire menu, including street slang, okay, and is capable of having conversations within a set of, as they call it, guardrails, as well as taking custom orders and answering questions. Uh, the first chatbots will be deployed in Columbus, Ohio, right down the road from where that training was pulling her dick out. Uh, <laughs> where Wendy's is headquartered. <laughs> uh, customers will not be told that they are interacting with a bot. That's interesting. That's interesting. I wonder. I wonder what the deal is there. Um, considering that around eighty percent of Wendy's customers prefer drive-through ordering. To counter service, the successful imp implementation of these chatbots could lead to significant cost savings. Yeah, not having a person work the drive-through um, would look. It's coming. I don't know what to tell you. Pretty soon, your food's all going to be made by machines of some kind, and that's kind of all there is to it. I think. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on how you look at things. I think that's just the uh, reality of things to come. Which, uh, and we've talked about it before, part of what's driving this are the demands for uh, just ridiculous wages for unskilled workers. Um, and this is the only way that those can be paid. You know, first it was 15 bucks an hour. Um, a bunch of places went to that. Now there's a push for 20 an hour. <laughs> well, cool. We'll do chat bots and machines. <laughs> we'll automate the whole thing. Not have anybody working there. And then maybe the 20, but you know, 20 bucks an hour is worth it for the, uh, repair technicians that have to come in occasionally, you know, maybe one person on site. Well, some some of that is uh, reaping what we sow, I guess. Um, <clears throat> finally, in the news, this is pretty wild. Um, we've often heard those stories about alligators in the sewers. Well, apparently, there is no shit proof, uh, thanks to some city sewer workers. Luckily, they weren't down there, but they did have some kind of camera device. And you can see that little fucker there. Uh, this is from a video, uh, but the article has some pictures that I thought were even better than the video. I'm just going to... Uh, this is out of Florida. Because, you know... Because <laughs> uh, why not? So not New York... This isn't the New York sewers, but... Um, so there's... There's one little fella, or the little fella, I guess. Um, I wanted to see. I know they have better pictures. There it is, because it kind of started, when it saw the camera thing, it started backing up. It was like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> yeah, and then it finally turned around and was like, I'm out of here, I guess. Um, and I think that's when they first saw it and kind of were like, what? 
Um, so the presumption is that it uh, it climbed in there through a storm pond. Um, read a little bit of the backdrop here. Uh, a work crew in Oviedo, Florida, proved the New York City urban legend was a Sunshine State reality after discovering a five-foot alligator residing in a sludge-filled pipe. Footage of the scaly subterranean terror is currently stirring up a crap storm uh, on the city administration Facebook page. Just another reason not to go wandering down into the stormwater pipes. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, stay out of those if you're a child. You're not going to find Ninja Turtles down there. Um, a public's work team uh, had dispatched a robot equipped with a camera to get to the root of why a cluster of craters kept appearing in the road above. According to a uh, press report, the workers soon found something far more terrifying. <laughs> <clears throat> That's wild. Man. Five-foot guy. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, I don't think there was much of an incident other than that. They saw him. He kind of ran away. That was the end of it. But, yeah, um, I would certainly expect that more in Florida than somewhere else, right? Would be kind of kind of what I would think. Well, uh, with that, we'll uh, move on from the news to some, uh, some cool stuff, although that is kind of cool. Uh, but, yeah, cool stuff. You know what's really cool stuff? Kratom is really cool stuff. If you don't know what Kratom is, you should uh, definitely investigate. Uh, one of the things that it can do, depending on the dosage, is it can actually um, stimulate your dopamine receptors very similarly to opiates. But it does not leave your body incapable of producing its own dopamine, which is where the addiction thing comes from. So it's a, it can be a good alternative for pain and such uh, for people that are, have issues with that or who just want to avoid uh, using opiates. Uh, anyways, you can learn a lot more and get some uh, Kratom of your own by going to kratom.mantoolsmedia.com. Or again, like I said, using if you're watching on video, use that QR code right over there and uh, learn about and possibly get some Kratom. Well... We go from gators to turtles and racist turtles. <laughs> it appears that turtles have a real problem with the color black, or at least this one does. <laughs> he just starts whacking that. And then as soon as the blacks are gone, he's like, yeah, you're cool. <laughs> White, eh, that's fine. All right. The white is just fine. And, uh, oh, wait, there's some, some black. Do I see some black? Yeah. I guess not enough. Or maybe not in the right angle. Oh, no. Oh, fuck you. 
Same thing, black shoe taped up with white. And then, oh, tape's gone. He gets very upset. Brown apparently is a problem, too. So they're really white supremacists. <laughs> Who would have known that turtles are white supremacists? <clears throat> Uh, Master Splinter would be very disappointed <laughs> in his white supremacist. Um, <clears throat> oh yes, yes, that's right. I gotta, I gotta look at this other tab. So this other thing. Um, let me pop that up. Um, I, I'm not sure if "cool" is even quite the right word, but a little bit of a. Uh, uh, I saw this on Reddit, as you'll see in a second, and uh, this woman is very upset at the possibility that she might actually have to pay alimony to her husband <laughs> in a divorce. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, <clears throat> and as you read this, yeah, it it she fits the profile of who has to pay alimony, which traditionally had been men, and now sometimes it's the women. <laughs> So this lady writes, uh, my soon-to-be ex-husband, if you were wondering what that, I had to look that up, S-T-B-X-H, is hoping I'll buy him out of the house, pay him alimony, and pay child support. <laughs> yep. Many many an ex-husband have been propositioned the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm so scared I'm going to be broke. Yep. Yep. I make 120000 He makes seventy five k. So this is some of this like equitable equitable divorce stuff. That's what's resulted in. Whoever makes more money pays the other person, so they can continue to keep the same lifestyle. Which I don't know where that's to me is fucking ridiculous to keep the same lifestyle. Uh, you're a grown up. Sorry, your lifestyle might change. <laughs> Anyways, um, he has more education, but has chosen to take lower wage jobs and didn't even work for a year. Because he was going through depression. I worked two jobs to help put him through grad school. Again, uh, there's a lot of women that have done this stuff for their wives. Uh, I will likely be the primary caregiver since he travels for work a lot. And I already do the majority of tending to our three-year-old. So the thing about child support probably isn't going to be in his favor. Um, I also pay for child's health insurance and daycare. Yeah, it's probably not going to change because you're making the bulk of the money. Any stories people can share? Did you end up paying alimony? Especially if you're the primary caregiver. Well, this primary caregiver only comes into play for child support. Alimony is something different. So, uh, But then we have some replies and comments and stuff. Um, why would he need spousal support at all? He has a decent paying job. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And as this person points out, flip this on his head. Why would she need spousal support if she has a decent paying job? I agree. Something tells me your opinion wouldn't be the same. Yep, probably not. <laughs> I do I do like some of this reaping what you sow stuff. Um, and then as this person says, welcome to the primary earner category. I was in your situation as well, but negoti did negotiating to avoid it. It sucks, but alimony isn't just for women. Although that is how it started. Um, it started because 
a woman that became a homemaker um, was basically not employable after that. So, uh, or at least not employable in, in a way that would um, earn enough money to uh, to care for the family like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, given that you put him through schooling, you might be able to try and... Uh, Maybe um, you'll have to weigh the legal expenses versus what a short versus what the short term of alimony might cost. Uh, I find it surprising that the that many of the leading groups against most alimony, mostly for lifetime alimony, are women led now <laughs> because they have a higher. I think they meant to put earning capability. Yeah. Yes. Welcome to equality. <clears throat> It sucks. <laughs> so, uh, I really, that was just one of those, oh, some justice. I like that. <laughs> All right. We're going to uh, pay some quick bills, and then we're going to get into some sports. On my way over here, my brakes made an awful noise, and the last time I got them done, it was so expensive. You should go to EXO Auto Works. They did a great job on mine, and it was way cheaper than anywhere else I've been. That sounds great. I need to get their number from you. At EXO Auto Works, we offer the best price on brake service in town. We include brand new brake pads, rotors, and hardware, which saves you money and gets you on the road faster. See our website for a full list of our services. Call EXO Auto Works today anything on your front lawn under your porch on the side of the highway where you can store all that stuff my way down here at jones big ass truck rental and car storage now i know y'all got stuff at your house that you don't need no more you don't want you know you ain't gonna use that printer why keep it all around your house bring it down here to my house you ain't the deuce of hazard you know you're gonna use that ugly yellow your luggage you don't need all this crap what you gonna do with this this is not what it in my yard, I don't care. I'll store this motorcycle in that van for you for $10.99 a month. You got old tires, they charge you $3 for that old tire. You can rent a truck, you can store a car, they don't care, bring it on down here. You ain't got to put that old tire for $3 for less than that. Hell, for you, for $3 they gonna charge you, I do it down here for a buck fifty down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage Facility. Now friends, you may ask yourself, how in the hell can he stow this stuff for such a cheap price? This in a box, mark it for you, put it away, seal it. The fact of the matter is, I'm pretty drunk right now, and store it. And this is a drunk discount sale down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Facility. You got an elephant, I got space. Send me smoke signals. You got weed, and I'll store anything you want. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. That's J-O-N-E-S, Big Ass Truck Rentals and Storage.com. This is a bus. You know how big a bus is? So we start with some sports that could have uh, fit into news as well. Uh, 
I don't know if anybody's following this story, but uh, a uh, punter for the Bills found himself in some trouble. Matt Oreza, I think that's how you say that. I don't know. Uh, has broken his silence after uh, finally <laughs> officials have said that he was not present during an alleged rape. But of course, the NFL just went, oh, you've been alleged. Bye bye. So he is uh, trying now to get. Um, some kind of work back. I don't know if it'll be with uh, the Bills, or maybe they've already decided it won't. Um, let's zoom that in a little bit. There we go. Matt Areza, the former Buffalo Bills punter who was accused of rape last year, broke his silence on Tuesday after prosecutors said he was not present. So they've dropped the criminal charges is what this boils down to, I guess. Prosecutors came out with their report Monday, according to Yahoo Sports, and I think this was because of a bunch of video. This girl, this victim, is nasty. Um, from what I understand, there's video of her having sex with like 10 dudes <laughs> during this night. I guess it turned out she was 17. I think that's why it's all rape, even if it was willing. Um, and <laughs> luckily, this dude wasn't the ones on one of the ones on film, and I think that was what you know that was if it happened it wasn't on film and the presumption is well if she was getting video and it was all on her phone if she was taking video of all the others i don't know why she wouldn't have filmed this one especially since this one could really pay off but anyways um so they found no evidence to press charges against him uh or anyone else accused in it oh it's a civil suit so it's not even a criminal suit geez or criminal charges so civil lawsuit um I am aware uh, that the uh, facts of this case have been made public. Areza told Pro Football Talk in a statement on Tuesday, I'm deeply gratified for the thorough work of the DA's office in San Diego and for all of the witnesses that were willing to come forward and tell the truth. I am thankful that the facts of this case, as provided by the witnesses, will prove that what I have been saying from the beginning is, in fact, the truth. I can only hope that now people will assess me on the facts and not what was falsely claimed. Yeah, no shit. <clears throat> um, I am beyond thankful for the wavering support of my family and friends, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyways, yeah, here we go. So Areza was released last August once the allegations came to light. Uh, he was cleared of criminal wrongdoing in December. And uh, the reporting helped review, helped reveal why prosecutors made that decision. But I guess the civil suit is going forward anyways, because of course. <sighs> yep. Poor dude. All right, now some actual sports, not not uh, not this type of thing. Um, <laughs> this I haven't actually watched all of this. Eric sent this to me. This is uh, the difference between men and women playing soccer. Oh, it goes down. Other girl just walks on her. <laughs> Goalie <laughs> gets hurt. And this girl goes, cool. <laughs> you can't watch the goal. I'm kicking it in. Yeah. Then, guy gets hurt. Oh, 
Oh, and a player on the other team actually pulled the ball out of the air with his hands and was like, stop. I am <laughs> They flipped over and... Yeah, yeah. Uh, women can be very opportunistic. Yes, that is. I think that is accurate. <laughs> I, I'm not sure women have quite the same honor culture that men seem to inherently have. Um. Anyways, uh, then we have this. This is a. Uh, I guess this sport is called tech ball. It's some ungodly combination of table tennis, volleyball, and soccer, because I'm not sure you can use your hands. I think you use your head and butt. Anyways, let's have a look. Tech ball with a Q. Yeah, it's feet. So it's four players. Looks like two two teams of two on this weird... Um, Kong Vex table. And I'm guessing it's each team can hit it once each and then it has to hit the table. I think. No, maybe not. I don't know. But it looks like it's like kind of like volleyball uh, as far as what scores a point. I don't know. That's interesting. Very strange. <laughs> There's some odd sports out there, but uh, that one looks very difficult and um, very athletic to play, though. <clears throat> like some other that are more legitimate. Uh, anyways, that uh, let's uh, let's slide on into some uh, the week in his story. If I can find it. And hopefully not the uh, ear-shatteringly. Yeah, I, I did the volume leveling last week, so we should be good now. The sawdust Caesar comes to his end in the gutter. Fitting climax. It's right under flag. Get it started. Get it started. It's right at its rising. It's right. Roger, roll, challenger. And the week in his story is brought to you by the historically historical by what is the historically best. That still doesn't sound right. What is historically the best? There we go. Investment you can make precious metals, especially gold. And silver's not bad either. Silver's pretty good. But uh, you can learn all about getting gold and silver into an IRA with our friends at Noble Gold Investments. And you can do that by going to gold.mantoolsmedia.com right now, and they will uh, get you a free kit that tells you all about that. Uh, <clears throat> good, good stuff. So this week in his story, uh, we start with May 12th. 1949. This is going to be more like the work week in history. There wasn't a lot. This week kind of sucked. <laughs> Historically, I don't know. Uh, May 12th, 1949. The uh, blockade of Berlin 
ends as the uh, the Soviets uh, had blockaded Berlin after the, um, well, I mean, a number of years, but they finally kind of had enough of our shit <laughs> over there with the divided up Germany. And uh, they had done a blockade on, on Berlin and finally lifted that. Um, May 13th, 1981, Pope John Paul II survives an assassination attempt. Uh, and later on, uh, I think all appearances after this from a pope, the uh, <laughs> he has a special vehicle that they jokingly call the Pope Mobile, and it's encased in bulletproof glass, so he can still see everybody and wave and all that stuff, and you know, bless them and whatever. But uh, he uh, he cannot get shot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's see, May 15th, 1930. A little herstory here. Uh, Ellen Church becomes the first airline stewardess. It's an important job. Uh, of course, I don't know if, if it's always been this way, but uh, today, obviously, um, it's pretty well known if you even give a passing uh, listen to their little spiel uh, when you first get on a plane, that their primary job is actually the safety of the passengers on the aircraft. It is not... Being a waitress is kind of a secondary thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know if that was the case back then. I have a feeling she was really just a waitress in the sky. <laughs> so we've come a long way. Um, let's see, May sixteenth, seventeen seventy, Marie Antoinette married uh, future king. Louis the 15th, 14th, sorry, 14th of 16th, XVI, 16th, right? 1051, yeah, 16th <laughs> of France. <laughs> um, and I, the only thing we really know about the wedding is that they had a really good cake. Uh, <laughs> finally, May 17th, 1954. The U.S. Supreme Court unanimously rules uh, that public schools must be integrated. And maybe not even public. It's just a school. So maybe it's just schools. I thought it was public schools. Well, uh, okay, the headline there is public schools. So uh, it banned segregation in schools. And that brings us to the end of the week in his history. And unfortunately, um, this also brings us to the end of our show. But don't fret. We'll be back next week. Uh, first, though, before you go, uh, Locals members, of course, are members only, so you want to start a business episode is out now. And we'll be doing um, another one probably next week. Uh, a, I think we're going to do a Man Tools at the Movies. I'm not sure what movie we're going to watch yet, but we will keep you posted. But uh, you can get... All of our members-only content like that uh, <clears throat> over at mantoolsminions.locals.com for just $3 a month. Merch, as you can see, I'm wearing one of our somewhat new hats. Uh, but if you go to merch.mantoolsmedia.com, you can get this and other all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and if you're in our Facebook fan group, you can get uh, free shipping. There's a code posted in there. 
And then if you're uh, one of our Locals members for that $3 a month, there's a code posted there for you to get 20% off of shipping. Or, I mean, 20% off your order. So, uh, there are benefits to supporting us. Um, and then uh, we would like to thank all of our sponsors. You can check all of them out at sponsors.mantoolsmedia.com. Thanks to you all for watching uh, and or listening. And check us out on the web at mantoolsmedia.com. And you can get uh, all of our links by going to links with two eyes. Dot com, dot co slash mantoolsmedia. We appreciate you. And uh, I'm pretty sure we, not just me, will be back next week right here. Same man time, same man channel. So good night, everybody. <laughs>